Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi there, folks. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett. Welcome back to the Doggy Pod. Yes, welcome back to the Doggy Pod. I am Dr. Rob Zammett's producer, and my name is Stephen Peters. And thank you once again for joining us. Oh, you'll love joining us today because <laughs> we have puppies. Yes, oh. I am excited, folks. Our German Shepherd pup that's going to become the Doggy Pod pup has been born. Yeah. One week old today. Oh, wow. Yes, if you've been following us on Instagram, you would have seen some pictures. And a little bit of video, some gorgeous video of mum, you know, licking her newborn pup. Oh, it was very, lovely. It was a good birth, sweet. uncomplicated birth, yeah. all is well, and the puppies are growing extremely well. Very healthy pups. Now, we're going to talk about a little bit more about the doggy pod puppy a little bit later on in the show. So this week, we do have a breed of the week, and no, it's not the German Shepherd puppy. <laughs> uh, it is the Italian Logotto Romagnolo. Yes, I'll have mine with uh, one sugar and uh, a little <laughs> croissant on the side. Um, no, Sounds like a coffee, doesn't it? <laughs> this comes because we had a lot of interest from a post that Rob um, put up recently on our Instagram page of him yeah. looking after a uh, an Italian legato, and everybody wants to know more about it. Now, another post that we're going to talk about today is, if you've been following us, you would have noticed that... Um, Rob had a, an overnight stay with a, a, a poodle um, from the Duke and Duchess family. And what was the poodle's name? Duchess was her. Oh, it was she actually was Duchess, Duchess with yes. the sire. The Duke, oh. Duke's a good boy. Duchess can be naughty. Well, <laughs> so Duch- we'll talk about that today. Duchess ended up in, uh, in emergency here with a sock in her tummy, but we'll mm. talk all about that a little bit later on. But anyway, I know Rob's really busy, and you've been super busy this week, haven't you? Oh, it's crazy in the clinic with gastroenteritis. In fact... What, you or the dogs? Oh, no, the dogs. In our area, well, not just our area, I live on the outskirts of Sydney, uh, but we've had them as far north as the north coast area of the Gosford area. Dogs have been coming in from there, and down south towards Camden and 
you have quite extensive areas of dogs with really bad hemorrhagic enteritis. In other words, they are passing blood out of their bottoms, mm. a lot of blood, so much so that some of these dogs have gone to a drip. We've been able to treat some of them as outpatients, but a lot of them have had to go onto intravenous uh, fluids, intravenous antibiotics, and uh, other drugs to try and help their system. Um, they're coming good. That's the good news because I, I remember years ago, back in the 70s and 80s with the parvo outbreak without a vaccine, they didn't come good. They used to succumb to the condition. But it is taking a lot of uh, treatment and taking a lot out of the veterinary world, I'm telling you, to get these dogs through. So what, what would be the first symptoms that people would notice? Um, the dog goes very quiet, they're very lethargic. That's what people have been saying. Then after that, they will start maybe vomiting. Some do, some don't. They're just all of a sudden racing outside to go to the toilet to you know, pass feces. And what comes out is either water or bloody water, a lot of blood has been passed with these dogs. So when you see that, get to the vet straight away. Some of them have been you know, settled down very quickly just on drugs, as I say, especially the ones that aren't vomiting. Mm. If they're vomiting, you can't give them oral medications. You do have to take them in very often to suppress the vomiting. Sometimes you can give them an injection of a drug called Serenia or even Maxilon, which they use in humans, to stop the vomiting and then go on with tablets. But when that doesn't work, they have to stay in hospital uh, on drips because they need to keep their fluid uptake or otherwise they dehydrate and ends up with a lot of disastrous problems. It, it's been taking some dogs about you know, three to five days to get over it. We had one dog in hospital that's been there for a week and he's just wow. turning the corner now. So a week in it's hospital. It's been really bad. Yep. Yeah. If you do see a bit of enteritis, a bit of you know, soft poo, if you like, then I would feed probably don't feed that day give them one day fasting the next day feed them white rice that you boil well not just steam but really boil it up once it's soft turn the heat off and leave the rice water in there don't strain that rice water out mix it with some cooked meat once it's cooled off as their food for a few days as long as they're improving on that that's great if not get to a veterinarian so are they in pain with this or do they just yes. feel like rubbish I'm sure that these dogs are showing signs of pain. They're really you know, cramped up in the tummy and almost roaching up a little bit in the back to say, I've got tummy pain. So they certainly feel like rubbish. That's a good way of putting it. They feel very much like rubbish. Mm. They're very lethargic, but they do have some uh, pain, especially the ones that are straining a lot. Now, we're, we're recording this episode uh, at Dr. Rob's clinic uh, today. <laughs> and, you know, I've been here for a little while, and i, I got to say, everybody... I don't think we fully realise how difficult a vet's job can be uh, on Rob and lots of other vets where, you know, just in the time that um, I've been here, which is not very long, you know, there's been discussions about two dogs that may have to be put down because of illness and whatever. And yeah. and I, I know that's a that's pretty regular deal for you guys. It's an awful I can't thing. imagine having to do that as just part of my job. It's, uh, no, to talk about death like that and have to be the instigator of the yeah, discussion yeah. and then of doing it is very hard. But we had like today I had an 18 year old dog in there yeah, so. and I was giving it medication and the question was, how long do you think he will live? <laughs> Mm. Well, I didn't expect him to live to 18. So. Uh, it could be tomorrow that we'll have to make a decision. It could be six months. Mm. Yeah, I hope it's in a few years' time. I don't know. But the dog is 18 years old, way beyond what these species normally lives, mm. no matter what the breed is. So we don't know. And this gentleman does look after his dogs because um, a few weeks ago he had to make a decision about putting a dog down that was 17 years old. 
And he was saying, do you think I made the right decision? The dog's suffering. You don't want to wait for them to suffer more. Mm, It's mm. time. When it's time, it's time. That's all you can do about it. So it's just one of those things. Um, That's part of life. But, yes, busy. Oh, gosh, yeah, my first case this morning was at 1.30. Then my (laughs) next next case was 4 o'clock. Then seven o'clock, and here I am doing the doggy pod uh, <laughs> so, six hours later because I've had a lot of cases this morning, and it's in the afternoon that we're we're doing this recording for you. So if you hear some uh, snoring, it's just that's just me. It's just I'm Rob's just catching up. Not at all, and I'll give you yeah. a little poke. Actually, also on Instagram, we posted uh, a, a little video of a, a little dog called Patches, who is seventeen and a half, and uh, so you know some dogs get a pretty good run, and and unfortunately, poor Patches had to have his penis cut off. But uh, you can read all about that if you if you follow us on Facebook uh, and uh, and Instagram. All right, uh, regular listeners and followers on Instagram and Facebook will know that you know we're going to have a doggy pod puppy, and we've actually got one. Although we haven't decided, or Rob hasn't decided, which puppy will be the doggy pod puppy. And Mum gave birth. Two weeks ago, and uh, to yes. a lovely, healthy bunch Listen. of puppies. Mm. Um, but, so, what's the process now? It's two weeks in. What yeah, happens now? Th- Rob? Yeah, three boys and four girls. Now, wow. uh, the breeders, Stephen, my, my good friend Steve, will be worming the puppies, and they keep worming them virtually at two weeks, then again at three, four, and six weeks. Mm. And they'll start weaning somewhere between three to four weeks, giving them some solid, semi solid food to get them off mum. And they usually go off mum by about five to seven weeks of age, just depending on the puppy's development and also the mother, of course. We don't want to take too much out of her. It's got to be balanced between everything that happens. Hmm. But they're all healthy, so no one's sick, so that's fine. Um, and it's important to get them socialised with all sorts of things. Steve does that. He, you know, different toys and different squeaky things, different ground that they're walking on. That starts happening around four to five weeks. So are all of these puppies taken? I mean, what, what will he do with them? Oh, yes, they're, they're pretty much all gone. Um, how, so how are you going to uh, decide which one will be well, I'm, yours? Well, I'm hoping to head up there. I mean, they'll be six weeks, would you believe, around Christmas. Around Christmas And time, okay. I'm hoping to get up there then. I'm mm-hmm. going to talk. I haven't spoken to Steve about that yet, but he's hearing it first on the doggy pod. <laughs> uh, when I get up there, I want to vaccinate them for him and microchip them all. So yep. we'll get all that done for him. So you can microchip at such a young age? Oh, you do. You, you, you microchip when you vaccinate, which is at six weeks. Right. And puppies in, depends on which um, country you're in, in Australia, no state allows puppies to be sold under eight weeks of age. And they have to have vaccination a couple of weeks before, so you know the vaccine takes. That's important. Microchipping is essential. It's in, in some areas of the world, like Australia, most states, it's compulsory because it gets onto a register so you know right through the life of that puppy, where he is and what he's up to, um, you know, who owns him and who's looking after him and mm. who's not looking after him. More importantly, because if they get out, they get scanned and the owner gets telephoned that's on the registry, your dog happens to be in the pound. And sometimes it's your dog happens to be in the pound again and again and again. People start getting heavier and heavier fines when they don't keep their dogs inside. Right, okay. So anyway, our, our pup, I can't wait to get up there and have a look and... Uh, so you'll film that, won't you? Because I, I want to see how you're going to make that decision. I'm, I'm very <laughs> I'll film that, but um, I'm hoping before then to get some uh, blankets and things that the puppies can lay on mm. and sit on them myself while I'm 
watching TV or lay on them and then post them up so they've got my smell on them. You'll post them because just well, so you know, everybody, the uh, mum and the puppies are, are about four hours out of uh, Sydney. So yeah, four not, hours drive out of Sydney, yeah, quite a, a long way yeah. um, west and uh, doing well. So, so you will post some blankets mm-hmm. that you've... That's Put got, my smell on. That's got your germs all over. All my germs. And they can say, ooh, poo. Don't <laughs> well, tell me this guy's coming in. He so, smells like a vet. <laughs> so what will that do? What, what's the point of that? Um, just so they get to know my smell. Yeah. And so that my puppy gets to know my smell and start a bit of the bonding process with me. So when you decide on which puppy, uh, that puppy, that dog will all, all, already have a sense of you. Yeah, remember dogs have you know, 40,000 times the sense of smell that oh, we've got. They live in that world of smell. Two episodes ago, I remember it. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're just amazing, their sense of smell. That They live in a world of smell. These puppies now, um, now that they're two weeks, their eyes are just opening. Yeah, mm. they're, they're a bit blurry vision. But when they're born, all they have is a sense of smell where they find... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Their mother, and uh, get a meal off her. Hmm. But that's it, smell, no hearing, no, nothing else. They start hearing about now, their, their sense of hearing just starts to open up about now, as do their eyes. Their eyes start to open, they start to see things. And I love that sound. There's a, there's a video that's on our Instagram of mum licking the brand new pups and just that little <laughs> so squeaky sound they make. The sound of life. Gorgeous. <laughs> Now, speaking of Instagram, one of the uh, one of the dogs that, or doggy family it is that we follow is the Duke and Duchess, oh, yeah. which you should be following on Instagram. What a life that family leads! Those <laughs> dogs uh, are very special. Should they are very special. King dogs. and Queen, King and Queen, not absolutely. just Duke and Duchess. The life. Of, George came to me many years ago and said, "Look, I want to buy something really special for my wife for Christmas," and we don't normally recommend puppies for Christmas, but mm. this particular family, I knew, loved their animals, and I knew they would look after it, and I certainly expected Tia, his wife, to love the animal, but oh, she adores it, mm. And, mm. and he was special. I, I sent, sent Duke. Yes, I sent George to a very good friend of mine who was an excellent breeder uh, down south, and he drove all the way down to pick this puppy up and bring it up for her. So that was Duke, that, and that started the big Duke oh, you know, dynasty. <laughs> the dynasty, it really is. If you follow, follow Duke the Poodle on Instagram, yes, you'll Poodle, see it, yes. and you should follow him. It's a, a lot of fun. But, so yes, a Duchess few, few years a later, mm. yeah, they, they bought Duchess. They didn't come to me. They just bought Duchess without asking, and she's a bit rambunctious. 
And so she gets into all sorts of strife. They love it, just no different. They love they have that, those dogs. It's fabulous. She too lives a fantastic life. They want for nothing. Hmm. Um, and despite wanting for nothing, she decided she wanted a sock that was there. And she grabs this sock and Tia saw it. No, but it went down. So she swallowed a sock. Sock. And uh, look, that's not the worst thing that dogs have swallowed. Test, trust me. Um, Kerry Ann Kennedy will tell you. Uh, oh, yes. Openly, yes. <laughs> I, I opened up, had to open up her dog because there's something stuck inside. And yes, I found Kerry Ann's underpants in there. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, this dog swallowed the sock. We tried to make it vomit the sock up. That didn't work. Um, we tried to scope it and get it that way. That didn't work. So then we had to open her up. So the first thing we did was place her onto an intravenous line, a drip. Um, we checked her bloods. Everything was fine for the anaesthetic. Induced. What, what would she be feeling with a sock in her tummy? Uh, at that stage, nothing. Really? She's saying, what's the fuss about? There's nothing. It wasn't <laughs> blocked. It was just floating around somewhere in there. There wasn't a foreign body. So we gave her an anaesthetic onto her back, clipped all the hair off, and uh, prepared the area in a sterile way, just the, the way they do when they're going to operate on us. Same deal. While I scrubbed and got ready and gowned up, we open up the skin, then the subcutaneous tissue, and then we have to open up the muscles and exteriorize the stomach, um, check all the intestines to make sure there was nothing else there, mm. and go in, open the stomach wall, and go through the stomach and grab the sock and wow. very carefully, you, know, you take this out, you don't want anything dripping into the abdomen. You know, right. you've, you've got to be very careful. So we got it all out, sew the abdomen up, which again, not the abdomen up, sorry, the stomach up first. And when you sew the stomach up, it has to be waterproof. You don't want things leaking that you know, later on the dog drinks and there's <laughs> leakage into the yeah, abdomen. Yeah. That causes peritonitis. So we sewed it all up in a special pattern. And then we sew the abdominal muscles up, then the subcutaneous tissues, and then the skin, and then we can wow. wake, wake her up. Now, after all that, for, for me, they don't, I won't allow them to eat or drink then for at least 24 hours. Mm. And if there's no temperature spike and everything's going well, they'll have a little drink in 24 so hours. So no drink? Wouldn't, wouldn't their mouths dry out? Or? Uh, a little bit. So I will not... Um, I, we'd get some glycerine on a swab and just put it around the mouth. Okay. That, that helps it not dry out. And we keep moisture up in their eyes by giving them actual you know, lubricants in the eyes and just let her sit quietly, which she did do. She was pretty good. Mm. And then um, after that, she has a little drink of water. She holds that down. 24 hours after that, she gets some food, which we did. And then after that, much to the glee of her family, she was able to go home <laughs> and, and to us as well. So we were very, very happy. We could take the drip out once she was eating and holding it down. No temperature rise, nothing in her bloods that was abnormal. And she went home on a normal diet with no socks. Good on you, Duchess. <laughs> so Duke the Poodle was very happy to see her, I think. <laughs> he probably quite enjoyed the quiet time at home. He very much does, I promise you. He's a gorgeous dog. I mean, Duke and I have a very special relationship. You'll see that occasionally when he comes in. Yes. Um, he's just all over me. And I, yeah, We've just hid off from when he was a puppy. He's a big dog, too. Oh, he's, he's tall. He's a gorgeous dog, gorgeous yeah, yeah. dog. Now, yeah. that same week that you that we posted those um, videos and pictures of you at the Duchess, you we had an enormous response to a post of you 
being uh, licked within an inch of your life by a, a dog that was having a phantom pregnancy. Oh, the boxer, yes. Yeah, that's this right. beautiful yes. big boxer. Gorgeous, wasn't um, she? Yeah. Was, she was jumping all over you. Yep. And um, we've got thousands of uh, thousands and thousands of likes for that one for some reason. Yeah, and people boxers, like boxers, I think. People think, oh, boxers must have false pregnancies. No, all dogs, if, if all female dogs, if they have a season, and she will have one litter, that particular boxer. Hmm. She's very um, precious as far as her bloodlines are concerned and certainly has a fantastic temperament. Mm, mm, you know, mm. If you breed for anything in dogs, you want to breed for good temperament. Yeah, and she, has, she was gorgeous. She has that in buckets. Yeah. So they want to breed from her. So she had this one season. It was her first season. And she came in and, and the lady was a bit worried about her breasts being a bit large, she, you know, what's going on, and she's a bit lethargic and a bit quiet. Well, she certainly wasn't lethargic when mm. she saw me. Uh, and it's basically because I said, well, she's pregnant. I said, what? How could she be pregnant? <laughs> she hasn't. Hormonally, all female dogs, after they have a season, are pregnant. They produce all the hormones of pregnancy. And so they believe they're pregnant. That's what a false pregnancy is. They're not really pregnant. It's a pseudo-pregnancy. But the hormones are there. They'll even produce milk. Some of them will start collecting toys and they'll even start nesting behaviour as if they're going to have puppies. And I've had many people come in and say, I think my dog's pregnant. The ultrasound, the x-ray, no, they're not. Nothing there. It is a false pregnancy. It's just a normal thing. But lovely dog, lovely nature dog. Okay, once again, responding to another one of our Instagram posts, which was Rob with an Italian legato. And I don't know what the Italian legato was doing in here. Actually, it sounds like an exotic sports car as well, or a coffee or a dessert. I'm not quite sure which. And none of the above. But you can think, if you think of an Italian legato, its full name is Italian legato Romagnolo, it is actually, you've got to think of truffles. Why truffles? Oh. See, every dog is bred for some function. Yeah. And the legato was bred to go and find truffles. Truffle hunter. Yeah, they, they train them and they take to it really well. And in Australia, we also have truffle hunting legatos. Yeah, people take, have, because truffles, you might not realise, are more expensive than gold per ounce. Truffle really? is more, more expensive than gold. Um, so if you can get. Good truffles, you can make a lot of money. If you get a good truffle dog, he can make a lot of money for you. And off they go. Wow. You te- you've got to teach them to do it. It's, it's not 100%. Here, go and, go and find them. Mm. What are they? The dog will find them once it's trained to do it. And they're really good with their sense of smell. They'll go out into the, the forest and start digging. And you'll know if they're digging there, that's where the truffles are. So that's what, so that's what they were bred for originally. Yeah. And they're a medium-sized dog. Great family dog. Um, one... Word of warning with them, some of them can be a bit um, introverted and then they don't make good pets. I've seen oh. that before. They can be just a bit introverted. They just and, want to be left alone. And breeders are trying to breed that gene out of it. Yeah, There's okay. something that the responsible breeders are looking at them and thinking, no, we don't want that in the in lines. It's just whatever has crept in, in genetically. And so they're breeding that out. And they're a very friendly dog, great with children, just a beautiful dog. You, you, if you get one with a good temperament, most of them are, um, they just make a great family dog. So medium size, they have a, a curly sort of coat, not too tight, and the coat doesn't so much drop as has to be trimmed every now and then. 
So they're pretty hypoallergenic as well. Oh, okay. And I, I just love them. I think I'm looking forward to one day maybe owning a Legato of Romagnolo. All righty, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Doggy Pod. Uh, as you've gathered, you should be following us on Instagram and telling your friends to do the same, and Facebook, of course. Um, and we will have a new episode for you uh, in two weeks' time. hope you've enjoyed this one, and I hope you enjoy your weekend if you're listening to it on the Friday that it comes out. And and I think Rob's got a bit of mm. trivia. In the meantime, Stephen, yes. There. So the movies, Harry, all the Harry Potter movies, the Lord of the Rings... Uh, Blindside, a whole lot of others. Where are you going with this, Rob? These movies would not have been made if it wasn't for one dog. Mm. Can you believe that? All these movies and more, lots of other movies. There's not a a main character dog in any of those movies? None, none of those. And all because of a dog called Rin Tin Tin. Yes, a German shepherd called Rin Tin Tin. Rin Tin Tin was back in the 30s or something. 1920s. 1923... Jeez. Warner Brothers nearly were bankrupt. They were going bankrupt. And right. Rin Tin Tin, yo, Rinny, hit the scene and mm. saved them from bankruptcy and made them the empire they became, helped them to, to go all the way. So, yes, can you believe it? One dog saved Warner Brothers from going bankrupt and that allowed all these movies to be made. Is there anything dogs can't do? Nah. See you next time. Bye, folks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.